0: hey mama motherhood is hard isn't it that's why I'm so glad you're here to join the conversation welcome to the mom life mindset podcast I'm Erin Trier and here we're gonna be talking about every aspect of wellness from the inside out the goal is to keep mindset mental health and protecting our peace at the center of everything we do in our day-to-day lives. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome to today's episode of the Mom Life Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Trier, and I'm so glad you're here to join the conversation. Today, I'm going to be talking specifically about my own personal wellness journey related to gut health and everything that I've been slowly uncovering as I've learned more through working with my functional medicine doctor. So to kind of give you a quick snapshot before we jump into all the things that I've learned, I want to talk about exactly where I started and why I kind of came to the conclusion that I needed to dive deeper on my health. So I've been really trying to create sustainable change and working on my health habits specifically with nutrition for over five years now, You know, I grew up an athlete and was always of the mentality of, I can kind of eat what I want as long as I'm moving my body. And over time, as I've stepped into motherhood, as I've grown older, as my body has changed, as my health has evolved, I've learned that that's just not the case. It's really not that simple. I wish it was some days. I wish I really could just kind of eat whatever I feel called to eat and have it not really affect my mood, not really affect my energy, not really affect my body composition, but that's just not how it works. And I've learned the hard way that really putting the pieces together from a whole wellness perspective very much includes being mindful with nutrition and being mindful with all of the habits that you utilize and choose together that go far beyond just moving your body and what you eat. So I want to talk a little bit about kind of where I started five years ago, what I've learned over that time and how, how I am now, where I am now and what I've been learning most recently. So five years ago, I started with, um, a program called faster way to fat loss, which is now it's now called faster way to fat loss at that time. In the beginning, it was more of like a preliminary beginning of the program. And so I learned a little bit about carbs carb cycling at that point. But most of what I learned at that point when I was really making nutritional change was this idea of eating within a feeding window and really deciding, you know, what was my day-to-day cadence, if you will, going to be around meals and essentially cutting out inflammatory foods. So when I first started that program, I started cutting out gluten. I started cutting out dairy. I really started cutting out processed snacks watching sugar and added sugar intake and really focusing on whole food nutrition you know eating a wide variety of produce fruits and vegetables eating a wide variety of meats um, healthy fats I had plenty of avocado peanut butter olive oil all of those things you know I made a lot of like bowls right filled with vegetables and meats and healthy fats that was how I really started to learn how to pair foods together and when I started with that program my body, really responded quickly right i was taking out inflammatory foods i was paying more attention to like how much i was eating and when i was eating i really got into a kind of a consistent schedule with it and my energy and my body and just my mood and everything felt so much better i instantaneously just changed right like it was within weeks i don't even know if it was four weeks time by the time i hit my fourth week of really following the program and cutting out some of those foods that i was eating way too often i really saw a massive difference in my energy and my body composition change and that's where i started and then as i slowly started to learn more about the wellness space And the opportunity for building a business, that's when I came across Beachbody. And I learned a lot about the Beachbody platform, the wellness resources provided within the community, you know, how I could essentially start to build my own business and be a part of, you know, the wellness space and really kind of dip my toe in and figure out how can I start to create a space for women to start to learn the things I've learned, but also get exposure to other really great resources related to workouts, related to nutrition, related to accountability, mindset and mindset, mental and emotional health and so many other things. And so I stepped into Beachbody, started, you know, running my own accountability group, groups, learning more about their platform, learning more about their resources, started implementing the programs and fell even more in love with this idea of Implementing structured programs, following workout calendars, learning more about the nutritional components, um, learning about options that were out there beyond what I had already started to implement, right? Um, when I first started on my wellness journey, the coach that I had been introduced to um, was the creator of what is now called the Faster Way to Fat Loss. And at that time, she was coaching within the Beach Body community. And that's how I get, I kind of got started with figuring out, you know, how can I get exposed to more of this wellness space? How can I essentially start to impact women and help women as well, based on what I'm learning and based on what I'm feeling passionate about. Um, And so through the grapevine, I got connected to my now coach and our current team and our current community. And it's been such a blessing to learn the variety of wellness resources that really are available that can make the whole process of creating sustainable health change really simple. And for me, that's what I needed when I stepped into motherhood. Like I started this process when my second kiddo was just over two years old and I needed simple, right? I needed really simple. And that's exactly what these kinds of virtual opportunities offered to me. It was all accessed online. It was easy to follow, print out calendars, print out nutritional strategies, learn more about food groups learn more about like, you know, how do you eat for energy? How do you really pay attention to what foods do related to your mood and blood sugar spikes and all of those things. And it was just such a freeing thing for me because it learned, it taught me how to think about nutrition and my body and taking care of myself in such a different way. Like it, it became brainless. It became something that I could easily follow. And I've done that now in some capacity over the past five plus years. You know, I've been with Beachbody for five plus years, an amazing community of resources. And I have evolved and changed so much in that time, not only as a coach, but really as a mom, as a woman, and most importantly, on my own individual wellness journey, right? My health has changed. You know, I'm almost 40 and I'm learning a lot about how our bodies naturally evolve and kind of what happens specifically as women with age, with our hormones, with our body composition, with the things we should be focusing on more and things that we should be focusing on less. And again, just like embracing this evolution of change in a whole new way, in a whole new level, if you will. So about... You know, I I would say it kind of coincided with the pandemic about two and a half or so years ago. Um, I was about a year out from my fourth kiddo. So, you know, 13, 14 months postpartum. And that first year of postpartum was crazy. It was really heavy and hard for me. It was a mental and emotional roller coaster as I've shared throughout my journey and throughout my stories. And just like everybody, the weight of the pandemic, being cooped up at home, being freshly postpartum, like all of the things, it was just a very heavy, hard time for me mentally and emotionally. And that definitely played into my health. That definitely played into how I felt. So I got to about the 13, 14 month mark postpartum after Rowan was born, our fourth baby. And everything that I have been doing and had been doing from a health and wellness standpoint related to fueling for energy, you know, eating for sustainability, moving my body daily, you know, utilizing supplements to help fill nutritional gaps, protecting my sleep, working on gratitude and mindset, minimizing stress. Like I know the things I've been educated in the things I've been implementing the tools and resources, and it has worked like clockwork for me until it didn't. And that was a hard realization and a wall I came up against. And that again, that happened about 13, 14 months after my fourth kiddo was born, which now is about, you know, a year and a half ago. Um, because Rowan is now two and a half, he'll be three in October. And, you know, I still am feeling this mental and emotional like evolution of new health hurdles in my life. And so again, what I kind of came to at that 13, 14 month postpartum was everything that I was doing. To help myself feel better and really create sustainable change, change my body composition, help me feel energized, you know, stabilize my mood in my day-to-day motherhood journey. You know, that feeling of wanting to attack life and feel energized and excited and fulfilled, like it just wasn't there. It wasn't there. And it didn't matter what I did, right? I was still you know, really paying attention to my nutrition and being mindful as much as I could, right? Still really keeping inflammatory foods at bay. I will 100% say that processed foods have slowly crept in more and more, especially over the past handful of years for me because I've just felt more stressed, more emotional, more mentally tired. Just that exhaustion has led it to be harder for me to really kind of stay on my – a game, if you will, related to my nutritional habits. Like for me, when I feel that mental and emotional weight pile up and the stress gets a little bit heavier and the things feel a little more out of my control, like the thing that usually is hardest for me to really stay, you know, structured with is nutrition. And so I've seen the processed foods creep in here and there, but nothing like it once was for me, you know, five plus 10 plus years ago. Nothing like it was for me when I was a young athlete eating whatever I wanted. Like it's, I've learned so much and I've been able to create so much positive change that I really try to focus on that. And what was hard for me most recently is I was still focusing on that and it wasn't helping me feel better at all. Literally, my energy was incredibly low. My mood was all over the place. Like I just was hitting that exhaustion wall every day at like two to 3 PM, regardless of what I was doing and what I was eating. You know, again, like I said, I was still cutting out the inflammatory foods. Like so sticking away from, or staying away from gluten, dairy, um, and things that just haven't really cooperated with my body. Um, and so I grew to this point where it was hard for me to tolerate Any of the foods that I was eating, right? Like it just got to this point where my body not only wasn't responding and I wasn't feeling the change in the energy that I once was, even though I was making very similar decisions. The other thing that was really hard for me was I started to have a hard time tolerating certain foods that I was eating all the time, right? Like spinach, huge one, I wasn't able to tolerate anymore. Nut butters and nuts. Huge one I wasn't able to tolerate anymore. Um, different kinds of fruits also caused me issues, like blueberries and bananas, apples, carrots was another big one. Um, you know, even certain meats, like I would have red meat and chicken and pork, you know, uh, ground turkey, all of these different things. And one day I would be okay, and the next day I wouldn't be, even though I was eating the same thing. Um, And again, it just grew harder and harder for me to feel like I could eat without feeling terrible. And what I mean by not being able to tolerate it anymore, it just means like my bloating was out of control. I had terrible gas, like a lot of burping and things like that. Um, Just so much uncomfort, literally felt like none of my clothes could ever fit. Um, And it just got to be this huge mental game for me. Like I'm scared to eat because my body just feels so off and it's not like responding or doing what it had once done when I was eating in a very similar way. And that was hard for me, very mentally and emotionally exhausting. Like it was weird to be like, I'm doing the things, I have the information, I have the resources and the tools. I know what I need to do in order to help myself feel my best based on what the past had shown me and what it had told me and what my body had done. And it just wasn't doing it anymore. It just wasn't the same. It was all different. And I can't really tell you why. And I'm still trying to uncover why. And I'll kind of explain that here in a minute. But it was a frustrating realization to be like, wow, no matter what I'm doing, no matter what I'm consuming, I'm just not, the the results aren't adding up. I don't feel the way I want to feel. I don't, like, I'm not living the way I want to live. And that was my realization. And that was my point when I said, okay, I have got to figure out on a much deeper level than I ever had before, what is going on with my body. And I knew at that point that it was going to be a totally new kind of journey, a totally different kind of investment. And I was prepared for a completely different timeline related to what I now needed to know and learn related to my body and my health. So like I said, I'm nearing 40 here. I'm 39 and a half-ish about and um, over the past year or so, I've been diving into functional medicine. I literally just Googled reputable functional medicine practitioners in my area. I wanted to talk to someone who specifically specialized in women's hormone health, um, like digestive health, gut health, root cause issues, et cetera. Right. Like I started to do a lot of my own research related to. You know, aging women and hormone shifts and what all those things could mean. But I knew I needed a professional to give me the exact data on my body. So the first thing I did was I started to Google and research a functional medicine practitioner in my area that had expertise related to women's health. I did take an Everly Well hormone test at the recommendation of a registered dietitian that I worked with. And you're actually going to hear from her later this month about her perspective. I cannot wait to share her. You know, expertise and feedback with you. She is amazing. Um, and so those were the first two places I started. And then when I started to actually work with my current functional medicine practitioner now, the first thing we did was a ton of blood work um, and dove in a little bit more on my hormone test results from Everly Well. And then talked a lot about my lifestyle, my symptoms, you know, what I had managed over the past five to 10 years as far as just changes, right? Like we talked about all my pregnancies. We talked about everything that I've gone through mentally and emotionally. We talked about, um, you know, my particular nutrition strategies that I followed, you know, everything from carb cycling to, um, just sustainable eating related to balanced, balancing food groups and eating all the things, right? Like I just, we talked about everything related to me and dug in on the blood work, got the data, tested hormones. um, And, you know, we really discussed what it was that I wanted to address. And I kind of explained to her how the biggest frustration for me as a person who is really passionate about wellness and who feels like I've been educated to a degree on the things that I need to be doing in order to help myself feel better, I was really frustrated that the things that I was doing were not helping me. They weren't helping me at all. And that was kind of where we started. And so as we've slowly unpacked things with my, you know, my blood work and learning more about the data on my body, like she's made supplement, uh, supplement recommendations based on things that I've needed. So I've added in things like a daily multivitamin, vitamin D supplement that has K in it, vitamin K as well. Um, I also take digestive enzymes with every meal to help with overall digestion. And then the other thing that I've started to implement is ashwagandha. And I take that in the mornings. And that that is an amazing just like equalizer, if you will. It's like a stress relief herb. And it has been amazing for just kind of setting the tone for my day, right? And so that those were some of the supplements I added in, in addition to kind of, you know, really paying attention to any kind of trigger foods. So I did that process for a little bit of time and it, it all felt the same, right? It all kind of felt the same. I still felt the same. And so at that point in time, my practitioner recommended to me, you know what, let's dive into more of your gut. Let's see what's going on with your gut because there's obviously something going on that isn't like rectifying itself. And so the first step that we took was something called a SIBO test and SIBO stands for small intestine bacteria overgrowth. It is when you measure hydrogen and methane gas inside your gut. And basically, if you have elevated levels of gas inside your gut after you drink this certain substance, like it's like a sugary drink that you drink, um, and then you measure gas at different hours after the drink, and you have like a prep diet and stuff that you eat beforehand. Um, And again, if you have that elevated gas, it could indicate small intestine bacteria overgrowth in your gut. So I took that test. Indicated that I have had a hydrogen gas overgrowth, which potentially could mean SIBO. Um, And so because of that, I went through the SIBO protocol where I had a number of different herbs I took several times a day for 30 days alongside eating in a low FODMAP regimen, if you will. And you can look up low FODMAP foods. Basically, there are foods that you can eat that ferment differently inside your gut and so you really follow this low FODMAP diet in addition to the supplements to help just kind of minimize the fermentation process or the over like activity of any extra gases and stuff like that inside your gut to help kind of calm things down and essentially push bacteria that's in the wrong place into the right place or remove it altogether. And so I went through that protocol and just finished it about two and a half weeks ago. And I will say that was, for me, the first step in feeling like, okay, I'm on the right path. I am on the right path. And the reason I know and can feel that in my body is because I can now tolerate certain foods again, right? Like I can have nut butters again. I can have spinach again. I can have certain fruits again that I wasn't able to have without bloating up like a balloon and feeling like I had just water inside my entire body. And so that has been a really great sign of seeing some evolution of things that I can tolerate again without feeling like, again, this massive water balloon in my gut. Um, But at the same time, what I'm now doing since the SIBO protocol is over is I am implementing some additional supplements. One is a motility supplement. It actually just continues to help your body just excrete bacteria. And so for the next 30 days, I'm focusing on adding in the motility supplement Um, And then my goal is to dive even more into learning more about my my gut microbiome, you know, any kind of potential parasites I might have, anything like heavy metals, histamine intolerance, those kinds of things, right? Like I want to keep going on diving further into root cause because again, that has been something that's really been eye-opening for me as my health has evolved over time. It's just this idea that deeper things happen inside of our bodies and, you know, building strong habits and paying attention to what you're eating and really being mindful with nutrition, you know, protecting your peace, minimizing stress, getting good sleep. All of those things matter tremendously. However, as your body naturally evolves, there is absolutely the potential for root cause issues to crop up, right? Like chronic illnesses or chronic diseases or hidden things that can affect us that take a deeper understanding of what's actually happening inside of our bodies. And so that's been my process over the past year and a half is diving into root cause, understanding what's going on inside my body, understanding why no matter what I was doing, I wasn't feeling better understanding why my digestion has felt so bizarre, even though I literally wasn't changing anything drastically related to what I was eating or what I was doing from a movement standpoint. And, you know, why did I feel so drained and so like exhausted mentally and emotionally, even though I was putting the pieces together the way I knew how. And so that's kind of where I'm at. And I wanted to share exactly kind of my journey up to this point, because I've been getting a lot of questions related to supplements I'm taking, things I've maybe cut out, foods that I'm paying attention to, all of those things. And the best advice I can give you if you're someone who can maybe relate to this story is this idea of diving into root cause with a practitioner. Cause if there's one thing that I've learned, you can have the tools, you can have the resources, you can cut back on different food groups. You can cut out processed foods. You can watch the sugar intake. You can really focus on, you know, supplements to help fill nutritional gaps and all of the things. And if there is a root cause issue You are not going to actually be able to sustainably feel better. You may feel better for a little bit, but then you'll slide back into what you were feeling. And that was what was happening to me. Like I would make very little progress and then I would slide my right back and then I'd make a little more progress and then I would slide right back. And it was weird. The backslide was very confusing to me because I wasn't making any drastic changes, So that's why I kind of of said, you know, enough is enough. I need to see a doctor. I need to go into root cause. I need more data on my body. I need to know what's going on with my hormones post-pregnancy. You know, I need to know if there's something happening in my gut. I need to know if I have, you know, gut dysbiosis or parasites or something that's, you know, causing some of the things that I'm feeling. Um, For those of you that follow me on social media, you know that I also have talked a little bit about just other interesting symptoms that have cropped up in my life over the past year and a half. Like I had vertigo pop up out of nowhere um, last summer, at the beginning of last summer. And those types of things can be related to underlying root cause issues, things like heavy metals. Um, and I'm learning so much about, again, just digging deeper on your body, getting the data and going into root cause. If you're feeling like you're just not be, you're just not creating this change that you really seek as far as energy or body composition, um, or just feeling your best from the inside out. I think because I've been on this journey, I know how good I can feel because I've been in that point. And I just want to continue to do what I can for my own health and wellness to keep diving there, to keep going, to keep figuring out how do I just get to this place where I feel really good from the inside out. I will also say the other piece that I'm learning to this whole puzzle is how much of a mental and emotional component there is to all of this, right? Like regulating our nervous system and minimizing stress how all of those components and internal workings inside our bodies absolutely play a role in our overall health, in how our gut feels, in how our brain feels, in how we function. And so, the other piece of the puzzle for me is going to be, you know, additionally diving into further potential things on root cause, but also things like retraining my brain and figuring out how can I. Continue to learn how to regulate my nervous system and pay attention to, um, you know, things that can really affect the mind-gut connection. You know, things like vertigo are associated with your vagus nerve. Your vagus nerve is the main connector between your gut and your brain. And again, I'm learning all about all of the inner workings and how these things work together and how diving into the data on your body and root cause can be the thing that can really help you uncover what it is that you specifically need. And so again, if my best advice is to be open to learning about functional medicine and to dive deeper to get data on your specific body. Again, if you're feeling like you're doing things, but it's just not adding up. Like if you're putting it pieces together related to movement, nutrition, sleep, stress minimizing, you know, anything like that, and it's just not adding up in your health and you still feel really off, please go see a doctor, right? Research someone in your area that's a professional in this space who can give you the data, who can walk you through the steps. I will say, you know, going down the functional medicine route, it has been very, very time consuming. It is not cheap. I will say that. It is an expensive process um, and it requires a lot of patience, but it is worth it. It truly is because you can start to uncover what your specific body needs and each of our body's needs are super, super different. The other thing that I will quickly share, I'm not going to go into this specifically today, but the other thing I will quickly share is the importance of also learning about environmental toxins. And that's another thing that our family has learned drastically over the past several months as I've uncovered more in my own health journey, but we've also uncovered a lot of Health specific hurdles in my son Brendan's health journey. And what we've uncovered with him are things like mycotoxin exposure, specifically with mold. Um, There are certain allergies we're trying to uncover and work through. He also has, you know, candida overgrowth, which is yeast overgrowth in the gut. And He's on the road to leaky gut right now, based on some of the blood work and additional testing we've had done related to food sensitivity and other things. And so we're learning a lot right now, too, about environmental toxins, you know, the products that we use, the environment that we live in, you know, what are we actually doing to keep things as clean and as healthy as possible? That is a whole nother ball of wax on this personal wellness journey. But again, the point is is being open to learning about different pieces to the puzzle beyond maybe what you've initially been told or taught to start to really figure out what can you do to help yourself feel your best from the inside out. We've been making product changes in our house. Um, We're now uncovering mold in our basement and really working on, you know, getting rid of mold and things like that and so much more. And so again, I just wanted to kind of share my journey so you know exactly what it is that I've been working through and just the importance of speaking up for yourself and advocating for your health and being willing to dig into getting more information if you feel like you need it. So you if have questions, if I can answer anything specific about my own personal wellness journey, send me a message at any point in time. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I cannot wait to share more with you this month about gut health during a couple awesome interviews with different practitioners, registered dietitians, and people that work in the functional medicine space who will give you all kinds of great information about how you can advocate for your own health as you continue along in your day-to-day life. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you in the next one.